What's up in the legal tech world? Find out in the Lex Factor briefs. Quick hits on the latest happenings in the industry and discussion from your Lex Factor hosts around their potential impacts on business. Feed your brain and empower your firm at the same time. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Lex Factor Briefs. It's your host, Lauren. And Brad. I love the briefs. Do you? I love the intro that they're you brief do. and we get to go eat lunch afterwards. <laughs> it is an incentive <laughs> to get through the brief. I, t- I can't lie. If any, I don't think we ever told people, like, we record these right before lunch. Yes, we do. I wonder if Justin ever has to edit out, like, our grumbling stomachs. <laughs> I, would, I would count <laughs> on it because I know many a time my stomach growls. Or if I get angry, that's why. Just blame Ooh. it on the hunger. It is the you hunger. Know? All right, so today's article we found, um, clients aren't asking solos, small firms, about their cybersecurity, and that's That's a problem. problem. And I'm going to switch it up a little bit because obviously you first think about the clients, but the clients really aren't listening to the podcast here. It's more attorneys that are listening to the podcast. Exactly, yeah. So we have to make sure that law firms have a solid answer to this question when clients do ask. That's a great point. Because it is important. More and more people are concerned with cybersecurity. They are. They're asking. It's not just... I know you are. I am. I am. It's just not attorneys or law firms that clients are asking, but it's asking when you go to purchase your insurance, when you go to apply for credit cards, when you do anything, they ask. making any purchase online. Right. Like, they ask, what is your cyber plan? How is my information being secured? Is it safe? And we have to have attorneys capable of answering yeah. that question. It even comes down to signing up for emails these days. Like yeah. there's so much fine print you have to read and you're like, who are you going to sell my information to? Right. You know, and I think one thing before we dive in, just a reminder that the legal industry is one of the most sought after industries for hackers or cyber criminals, whatever bad you want to call it, bad actors um, or Sandra Bullock, whatever, <laughs> to target. She is not a bad actor. <laughs> because... <laughs> She is not. I love Sandra. The irony in that one, I didn't mean that she was a bad actor, but I was thinking back to the movie she was in oh. where she was a hacker. But oh, like, okay. it worked either way. That no, was perfect. No, well, I'm making good. it clear. No, that was perfect. Yeah, no, it's in regards to a previous role of hers, okay. not her acting ability. Um, but because of the type of information you have on your clients, it could even be social security numbers. Pictures. Maiden names, movies. pictures. Exactly. Legal industry is constantly targeted, you know, a lot more than other industries yes. as well. A so you got to be. A lot of sensitive information. Exactly. Is there. This has got to be top of mind for you. Right. So ask yourself first if you were asked by a client, what is your cybersecurity practices? How is my information being kept safe? How sure are you that it's safe? How are you going to answer? That That is a hard one. How are you going to answer, Lauren? I can honestly say a lot of people probably have no clue. Right. And that's why a cyber a cybersecurity uh, platform, a answer, a response, a policy has to be drafted, has to be ready for you okay. to be able to answer that question or partner with a company that can do that for you. Yeah. Okay. So let's role play. Okay. So I'm going to flip it back and ask you the same question Uh-oh. and you're going to give our listeners ideas of how they can answer. Obviously oh, you said on the spot. I work love with it. a partner, right. um, put together some sort of guide, whatnot. Yes, you definitely need to do that, but what are some quick tips? So Brad, I'm a client of yours. 
what type of cybersecurity protocols do you have in place at this firm? I feel like we're in counseling. (laughs) What I hear you saying (laughs) is that you want me to be secure. But do you really, (laughs) are you listening? You hear me, but do you listen? Yes, yes. I think some of the things that people should say is, yes, your information is secure because we have the following practices in place. We protect the information through encryption. Mm -hmm. We protect the information through our employees are all uh, set up for multi-factor authentication. Mm -hmm. We make sure that none of the information leaves this specific area. The information is backed up. We're protected for ransomware via these methods, X, Y, and Z. And the X, Y, and Z could just be the precautions that you're putting in place that uh, can stop those things from occurring. And there's actually several articles that we have posted uh, just recently Mm -hmm. that cover things that you can do to protect that. So check those out as well. Yeah. And I think, too, if you guys are using any sort of software at your company, at your firm, whether it's practice management software or something else, you probably have a rep at that company. You can ask them. Mm -hmm. um, Because, if, like I said before, if you're using practice management software, Obviously, everything about that client and that case is in that software platform. So all you have to do is reach out to your your provider and ask them, hey, how do you protect Mm -hmm. this data? Or honestly, it's probably on their website. You could just search for it and have those answers right then and there. Um, I think the other thing you could keep in mind, like here in the office, we have door codes. It comes down to physical security, too. Like, how easily do you let other people in your offices? Because in all honesty, there's probably Mm -hmm. a good chance that you may have some paper files laying around as well. So, like, here we have door codes. So, Are your systems password protected? I mean, is it wide open? Is your password one, two, three, four, five, six? (laughs) That is the word. Do you have (laughs) unique passwords? Fall 2020. (laughs) (laughs) What are some good password tips? I know you guys sent us. Oh, I love that. You guys sent out a comms internally a couple, probably a couple months ago with password ideas. Favorite is always phrases. Mm -hmm. People don't think about phrases. They think about words when they do passwords. Don't think about phrases. Yeah. Think about things that are unique that others wouldn't guess off the, you know, just off the top of their head. So take my dog for a walk, but the A could be like an ampersand. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. At that's what (laughs) they always do that, right? (laughs) Exclamation point. But no, it's important to do phrases. Just random, you know, there are a lot of password uh, systems out there that can randomly generate a password for you, and you can keep it in password collection systems. Microsoft produces ones. There are several out there. So just, you know, phrases, randomness, those things are what's key. You don't want something very simple, simple one, two, three, you know, the year, the name of your kids, things that people can actually pick up just by searching your name or information out there on your social media. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Lex Factor Briefs, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Lex Factor. Lexicon takes care of business so you can take care of law. Learn how to build a better practice at lexiconservices.com.